Every picture, pictures ain't my thing, but I could put a story in your head and open up your eyes. So listen, close. This one is for my brothers, sisters, cousins, all humans alike. Let's take a second to remind ourselves. Okay, we're back with a Juby take. I'm Steve. I'm Adam. And if they want to drink Merlot, we're drinking Merlot. No, if anybody orders Merlot, I'm leaving. I am not drinking any Merlot. Okay, okay, <laughs> relax, Miles. Jesus, no Merlot. Sorry, Alex. <laughs> well, you can guess who else is with us tonight. The soundboard. Yeah. The man with the plan. Joey Soundboard. That's right. <laughs> we may have to change TJC to... Yeah, we might have a, a second nickname there. Oh, boy. Does that mean we have to change the statue for the uh, end of the year cherry? Warrior? No, that's the cherries. Oh, okay. All right, good. Yeah, no, we're good there. Well, then do whatever you want. Yeah. It's your show. You do whatever you want. Because well, you're to. doing anyway. Okay. Moving on. Uh, tonight, we're going to talk about food that you relate to a specific time of year or a specific location. Oh, yeah. And kind of the thought was, okay, well, what foods that you really enjoy that you only have once a year. Now, does it have to be a food that you really enjoy? Absolutely not. Okay. Does it have to be only once a year? Okay. So we have really a more general topic than I, uh, than you initially had initially mentioned. So I don't know. I'm just asking because, uh, there are obviously the, you know, holiday stuff is once a year. So I don't know if how far you want to get into that, but, uh, you know, there are certain things like on, you know, different occasions that may only happen maybe once or twice or three times a year that seem to bring out the uh, unique. Okay, folks, and I must apologize right up front here because all of this conversation should have gone on before oh, we hit record. Or oh, the mic's hot? I didn't. I yeah, thought this, this was just is... the pre. Yeah, that's no. why you played your lead in. <laughs> okay, so yeah, let's expand on it. Totally. Wh- whatever we think. You know, you can you can talk about obviously the holidays. Yeah, and so things like turkey. Sure, there's a lot of things there. Yeah, uh, you know, you can roast a turkey anytime during the year, but traditionally most people have it just during yeah. the holidays. Right. The the pie, pumpkin pie, pumpkin, pumpkin pie. pie is another one that you can have any time of the year, but you normally don't see a lot of people taking you know pumpkin pie to picnics. Yeah. No, I really wish that that would happen. I know more often. Though. That's sort of what I thought about when you brought this up earlier in the week. I'm like, man, there's so many things that are relegated to their specific day, but I sure wish, you know, we could eat more often. I know there's, there's a fine, you know, there's a fine line there where you don't want to overdo it. Cause now it's not special, but right. I feel right. like I could throw pumpkin pie, you know, two you or three think, more times. Yeah, totally. exactly. Oh, I'm, I'm totally in on that. Yeah. I, I love pumpkin pie. Oh yeah. But yeah. I like, I make sweet potatoes. Right. For the holidays. So with the turkey or whatever, I make sweet potatoes. Now that's one. Some candied sweet potatoes. Sweet potatoes, you know, which are supposedly better for you than regular potatoes and and are fairly healthy, but not the way I make them. Not at all. Butterific. Oh, it's, yeah. There's a little bit of sweet potato. It's a pound of butter and and a pound of brown sugar. (laughs) And they just, you float the sweet potatoes in it. Caramelize them. And yeah, if, if you had it more than once a year, yeah, you know, you'd be taking years off your life. <laughs> Absolutely. It's something you just need so to So that needs to stay there. But although they're fantastic and I would like them other times of the year, but we keep them right there. Cause we, yeah. Well, well once mean, again, I don't, I think they would lose the lackluster amazingness of it if it was more than just on. Lose the lackluster. Yeah. That's, I got it. Okay. All right. We've got that one. <laughs> lose lose the, the uniqueness. Sure. And the luster. Yeah. Not it's not lackluster. lackluster. It's. Yeah. Okay. No, I see what I did there. Okay. 
Good. That was great. Boy, this one's smooth. Oh, this man. This is a smooth podcast I'm, so far. Mm. We just ground the gears between third and fourth. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so we're, we're talking about that, but also locations. So there's certain foods that make you think of, you know, like little street tacos make me think of Mexico. Oh, yeah. You know, everybody makes tacos. And you can get tacos at any corner in Phoenix. Sure. You know, anywhere in the valley, there's tacos everywhere. But when I think of the little street tacos, it's, you know, on... It's mustache tacos, right? It's, yeah, it's mustache tacos or any of the others that are yeah. around there. No, you can talk about the the food that reminds you of a certain place because you've eaten it there. There's also the food that reminds you of a certain place because they're known for it. You know, um, New Orleans, you know, uh, obviously like oysters. Gator on a stick. Yeah. There's different, you know, different seafood and stuff that is very, very popular. Well, there, right. But. Yeah. So, so any port, you know, you have lobster in New England. Yep. You know, you have Dungeness crab in, in Newport where I grew up. Right. So certain places known for certain, you know, food that maybe I haven't eaten it there, but they're known for it. So you think of it. Right. So one of the things I thought about too was things I only eat maybe once or twice a year, sort of inexplicably. Like there's no reason, there's no, nothing attached to it, but like fish and chips, you, you know, now that's a, what is that? A British thing or something? But yeah, yeah supposedly, but I've never been to England. It's likely I won't, <laughs> but right. So, but I, I love fish and chips and I, it's something I never eat, but every time I have it, which is again, maybe twice a year, if that I'm like, man, I need to eat this more often, but just don't. Yeah. So I don't know if that goes like right in the face of what you're talking about or no, I it's think it just, slapped it. Yeah, it's just it's just interesting, you know, why these things happen. Yeah. Now, in some cases, there are foods that that you can only get in certain areas. Right, right, right. It's limited availability. Right. Well, that I imagine that was, you know, of course, back in the day, that was what dictated what you got in most places. You know, oh, things yeah. Things were a lot more regional. You got what you you had. Yeah. For what was in the area. Right. You had to work you know, with it. Living in the Southwest. Going to Mexico, all the other things. My favorite Mexi Mexican restaurant is in Salem, Oregon. That's so weird. It is. And, you know, anytime I hit the state, I don't care where in the state I'm at, oh, I yeah. swing by Los Baez because it's that good. It really it's is. It's that unique. That's that's awesome. That's not as weird as, you know, if you were, you know, an East Coast or even the, you know, the Midwest or something. That There just aren't Mexican food places in those exactly. parts of the world. Yeah, that's that's the thing. <laughs> you know, I think it's probably one of the, that and Italian food would be the most widespread. Sure. Yeah. Throughout the country, at types of restaurants, you kind of find a Mexican restaurant almost anywhere. Yeah. But, you know, again, it's very limited access, you know, since I live here and not up there anymore. Right. But even when I lived up there. You know, there's there's the restaurant that you love that's a special event restaurant. You don't want to spoil it by going there too often, right? Right. You don't want to gorge yourself. You know, whether it's a steakhouse or whether it's this or that, in your mind, it's a special event restaurant. And so you love the food, but you just don't go there. Yeah, you don't go there because it's Friday night. You go there because it's your birthday or you're yeah. celebrating. Yeah, an anniversary, something like that. Yeah. It's probably not even that it's all that expensive. I mean, Mex the nice thing about Mexican restaurants, even good ones, is they're all pretty Fairly affordable. Cheap, yeah. <laughs> right. That type of food is pretty pretty affordable. Yeah, it's not too expensive to make. Some right. of them get a little crazy. There's Is there still Abuelos? Is that still over here at the oh, mall? Yeah. yeah. They're pretty proud of their stuff. Yeah, they are. And it's good, but... it's a, yeah. yeah, not... Not that good. Not that price point good. But, and there was another one in, in Eugene, the Carte de Frisco. 
and it's it's just a little cart and it's chicken hmm. and it, there's a little grill in there and so they grill up the chicken you know to the sandwich and it's full of sauces and and this cart is small it looks like, like one, a kiosk in the middle of a mall like it, smaller. yeah it's, it's one guy yeah it's one person in there but they have all the sauces and you can have it as hot as you want it's just amazing it's i've never had anything like it anywhere hmm. and that's another one that Every time I'm in Eugene, I've got to find the cart to Frisco and, right. and have one of the sandwiches. So is he in the same spot or does he move nope. around? Or they, they move around. There's There used to be several of them. I think there's two now, at least last time I was up there. And there's one by a mall and there's one by uh, on campus, mm. University of Oregon. Cool. But that's, they, well, that's like, uh, you know, obviously the cliche is if you go to New York City or whatever, you got to go get a dirty water dog. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. A, a pretty good hot dog, but by no means great, but it's still, it's something about it that once you're there, and I, I say this having only been once, but that's just the general, you know, you talk to anybody that ever has been or goes to New York City, anybody right. else that doesn't live there, the people that live there hate it, of course, but. <laughs> there's a bunch of them and they're still in business, so yeah. not everybody hates them. No, that's true. We went there on our trip and I got one and it was pretty good. You know, we got the uh, sabrettes, you know, which is the, the kosher hot dogs and yeah it was good man i liked it a lot nice sweet onions <clears throat> well, it's like ballparks you know the dodger dog is supposedly really good Ooh man i've heard otherwise i've never had one but well they used to be i don't know i've never had yeah. one either but i know that the diamondback dog is garbage yeah it's just it's one of the worst hot dogs i've ever had in my life just a circle k hot dog it's not as good as circle k circle k <laughs> puts out some pretty killer hot dogs oh honestly. do they yeah <laughs> oh, okay didn't they? Didn't they for a while have the Diamondback dog as they part do. of their? I think they still do. Do they? Yeah. You know, now that baseball, you know, spring training is starting, and then they have the upper class dogs right next to it as well. Mm. Yeah, you know, the cheese injected dog. Oh yeah, high society. Yeah, yeah. Now you're talking <laughs> exactly. Now you're talking. <laughs> but there's things like that, you know. Okay, so that I, you know, different locations restrict your access to them. Right. But then there's other places, you know. There's other things that we eat that uh, I, I love Heather's chili and she used to make it once a year and there'd be a big pot of chili on the stove and the, you know, get the kids ready for trick or treating and wandering around and, you know, having bowls of chili with, you know, tons of cheese and, and onions, crackers, and crackers in it and all of that. Oh yeah. And for whatever reason, it was once a year. Hmm. Tradition. Love yeah. it. Yeah. So the things, not only that you go out and eat or whatever, or, you know, big meals that you make for certain big occasions, but you know, maybe it's just birthday, your birthday meal. You know what I mean? That your, your wife or girlfriend or mom or whoever makes for you. Yeah. The one that I, that I have is, uh, that I love so much is Italian sausage sandwiches. There's one that I would eat once or twice a month easily without complaint and without burning out on it. But for whatever reason, it's become a special thing that I eat on my birthday and that's about it, <laughs> but it's the best. Yeah. Well, I, well, you know, speaking of birthdays, I, I actually, for me, it's birthday cake or just cake in general. I'm not a big cake fan, no, but I will eat it on my birthday. Oh, cake. My mom does make pretty good cake. She does. So I'm not, I'm not a big cake fan either. I'm, I'm a pie guy. I, I see. I go ahead. I love pie and I love a good cake. Mm. Yeah. Carrot cake. I'm down with, I'm trying to think of something else. I don't, there aren't like nothing that comes to mind. Like, man, I can't wait till German chocolate cake. German chocolate's okay. That's yeah. what's that. Yeah. 
Unless you count cheesecake. I'm on deaf. Everybody loves that. It's cake. It's in the name. <laughs> <laughs> I know, but it's kind of a pie. It's a confusing. I, I don't know what it's to kind make of, of a it. Mix, they yeah. don't call it cheese, cheese. pie. <laughs> You're right. They yeah, don't. Yeah, it's not cheese pie. All right, then we can count crab cakes as well, right? Absolutely. And pancakes. Now I'm back no, in. So now, pancakes see? Definitely. You just had to flush out the whole You're the right. whole thing, you know. I mean, you can't just select one item from a, a genre. That's true. And and decide that that okay, you know, this food group, I don't like it because I don't like, you know, white cake. No, you're you know, right. With I mean, marshmallow we, frosting, which I don't understand. What's the point of that? Yeah. That's, There's no flavor there. No, that sounds terrible. It's, it's just, just sugar. sugar. Yeah, it's just sugar. It's, it's just sugar. That's, and we talked about strawberry shortcake last time, so we know that everybody loves that. Yeah. Absolutely. All right. But a good chocolate cake. Oh, yeah. Okay, so uh, that's something you indulge cake? in way more than just once a year. Actually, no. I, What's your we, birthday cake? Do you have one? No. You don't? You no, don't have I, a, a specific? Okay, this last birthday... Uh-huh. I made myself a spice cake with uh, with buttercream frosting. Pretty good. It was very good. I make very good cakes. All right. Well, now I see. I see where your passion comes from. Yeah. We yeah. should have probably made this a cake podcast. It's very popular. Well, the, Heather would have to be on that because she absolutely. She's not doing a lot of baking anymore, but uh, yeah, she makes some pretty awesome cakes. Yeah, she does. And she does layers and and you know fruit fillings in between the layers and. She goes all out. She did take some courses, I believe. Yeah, yeah. At Michael's, they actually have a cake making courses that. Oh yeah. Hooked her up with Michael's the craft store. Yeah. Oh, cool. And they have the the kits and everything, and there's a whole section. Yeah, for it makes sense. Cakes there. So I I have another thing. So barbecues being, lots of people barbecue all summer long, but barbecues are kind of a rare thing. Like. A, I'm not talking about going out on your back porch and grilling that we do that here because you can all year. Right. But I'm talking about like the barbecue, you know, a, a Memorial day get together, you know, yeah. with family or something like that. Or in, in there's one coming up for us is Easter is it turns into a barbecue around here, at least with butterflies family. And the thing that I love about that, that I never eat except for on this occasion is deviled eggs. Oh, never been able to put one in my mouth. Re- Whoa! No. Really? Yeah. Holy cow! No, I'm not all alone on that one, Joe. N- well, I assure you, I'm not all alone. Maybe in this room. In this room, <laughs> you are. <laughs> on this podcast, absolutely. Well, you don't have a dog or something that can back me up on this, man. <laughs> no, I don't know if you want to like side the, the dog. The dog's gonna eat anything. Okay, you put in front of it. It's- no. Wow. I, I'm going to need to take a minute. You guys uh, talk amongst yourselves. This is uh, quite a revelation. Deviled eggs. Deviled right. eggs. I just have never been able to try. I can't tell you that I don't like it because I've never tried it. Why yeah. on earth haven't you tried deviled I'm eggs? Not, I'm not a big fan of like fried eggs. I'm a scrambled eggs guy. Yep. And eggs in other ways is fine, but but a boiled egg, it's it just you're, is not appealing to me. You're not a hard-boiled egg guy at all? Oh, gosh, no. Oh, boy. Mm. No, Man, deviled nope. eggs, poached are, eggs, or any of those. No, I got to tell you, people are reeling. I'm sorry, folks. I am just as put as, put back as you all are. But this is, you are absolutely in the minority on this. Deviled eggs are universally adored, and the whole point of bringing them up was almost never consumed. They're a very rare, special occasion I thing. Would really, well, really, maybe they're not as revered as you think. I, I, I would, would really like. I'd be willing to see deviled egg lover. To please reach out to us on Facebook and please let us know that Joe is not alone. You should put together a poll 
Like, honestly. Yeah. I know you can do that on Facebook. Oh, yeah. yeah. We can do that. Do a poll. So the deviled egg thing is is you boil the egg, then you cut it in half. Mm-hmm. You take the yolk out, and you mix it up and put other things in it. Yeah, exactly. Typically, you, it's mayonnaise, and and uh, it's not real complicated. No. So, it doesn't look that way. And then it's put back in the egg white. Yeah, a little and paprika. And little paprika on yep. top. Yeah, some people get funky with it. But the, yeah, you, what you there's mustard and mayonnaise, and I think that's it, an egg is essentially the the you know the mix and then you can do people do different things to it beyond that but that's really yeah. all you need to do no. it's man never, they're so never been able to do it joe i'm gonna be honest with you every element of that just disgusts me just not. <laughs> well see now i love potato salad and potato salad has big chunks of egg and mayonnaise and sure. mustard and all of those things in it how about egg salad i like egg salad I think you maybe need to try a deviled egg. Oh, I just did the block. Is... And Adam, my goodness. Yeah. Oh, well. I'm a, I'm a... You ought to be ashamed of yourself. As I'm... high as you've been so many times in your life, not eating a deviled egg, this is uh, this is nothing short of an attack. You know, I think that when I get stoned, um, the last thing I want to do is make a deviled egg. Well, I'm, do it beforehand, okay? Oh, a oh. little forethought. <laughs> <laughs> it's not my strong suit. <laughs> <laughs> Understood. Mine either. <laughs> I'm I'm not a deviled egg maker, is hence why I don't ever have them. Right. Well, this turned into two things: a deviled egg podcast and a guys oh, I no. can't hang with podcast. No, it's, frankly. yeah, we're moving on from deviled <laughs> eggs. That's for sure. All right. Well, well, then there's that other thing that if a special dish that you like, and this is kind of a shout out to to Diane Casper because John Casper has apparently has to make something new every time. He can never make the same dish twice. Like in his life? Uh, apparently. Oh, okay. I don't know. So he, he loves to experiment and do things. And I have that with Heather. You know, when, when she was cooking more, it was, okay, I have some favorites. You can make this anytime. Right. We can have this once a week. I'm good with it. But no, it was, oh, I want to try to make something new. So you're, you know, that food, whatever that is, that somebody else makes and if you're not a good cook, you can't make it yourself. So now it's subject to you only get it when somebody decides they want to make it. And so you've got to play this psychological game of subtly planting the seed of them wanting to make this thing. Yeah. And it doesn't work. <laughs> right. No. Trust me, it doesn't work. No. But you still try, of course. Oh, yeah. Well, you Always got to. Will. Well, you mentioned yams. We make yams uh, all the time. That's one that I put on my list of doesn't fit the category joe uh, exactly but it is but steve brought it up because yams is a holiday thing but yeah, that's totally. one that i've managed to get and i haven't managed we just happen to do it uh, get it into regular rotation because they are pretty delicious now i hmm. will tell you that there is a difference between a yam and a sweet potato uh, you couldn't i couldn't tell you what it is i understand there is a difference but i don't know what it is yams are more orange uh-huh and you can always pick them out because of the color sweet potatoes are lighter much lighter, kind of brownish. Lighter in color. Yes. Yeah. Huh. Are they bigger in size or smaller? No, they can be about, about the, the same, same size. Yeah. They can be about the same size. But yeah, there's side by side, there's a definite difference. And when you go in the store in the holidays, you know, you can definitely see, you know, because there's a big stack of both. Sure. We do, I oh. think, yams primarily because they do, they are really orange. I believe that yams are more universally used than sweet potatoes. When it comes to cooking and, and just the well, general public. But honestly, sweet potatoes have really become more in the forefront in recent years. You know, sweet potato fries. Sure. You know, That's instead true. of regular potato uh, 
fries. Like I said, it's supposedly a little bit better for you than, than a regular russet potato. Yeah, and I don't know why, but I've heard that as well. Yeah. Hmm. I'm not buying it. Interesting. What about popsicles in the summertime? Man, it's been a million years since I've had a popsicle, but See, you're you're absolutely right. You know, I don't eat it any other time. You're not going to have, you know, on your snow day. Like, yo, can I get a popsicle? <laughs> so snowboarding, yeah, uh, you don't you don't go down the hill with a. I don't usually have a popsicle in my mouth as I'm going up the lift. You know. Well, but see, that's the thing. That's the perfect place to have it because you can take all the time you want. I think to melting. consume it because it's not melting. It's never melting. That's, yeah, that's true. a really good you point. Know, walking down the street, you know, when it's 107 degrees and. In Arizona, that popsicle better be consumed. And, and it will know, be because it's 107 degrees out. <laughs> got about 15 seconds before and, that yeah. is liquid. 30% of it ends up all over your hand. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, maybe something that was more enjoyed as a kid, but definitely something that's related to the summertime. And- well, no, you're right. And, and along those lines, uh, you know, watermelon was the same thing for us. It seemed like three times. It, now, here's where I shock the, the listeners and say, I'm not actually a big fan of watermelon but okay we're done that's it (laughs) but it was thanks for listening folks (laughs) i think we're called that a podcast (laughs) uh but it was one of those things that was like three times a year you know somebody's mom came out while we were all playing and had a giant plate of watermelon come and get it style you know and it was like all right i'm in on that because you know it was well it was awesome it was watermelon and it was yeah whatever it was free yeah, somebody else was giving it to me. <laughs> so it's okay. Well, right. And and that was, you know, in Oregon, watermelon, there was just certain times of the year that you could get it. Yeah. That's true. Now there's tendency to have watermelon, at least around here, almost year round. Yeah, you can get stuff now, exactly, all the time. And it's it's not as good, though, when you get it somewhere else. Well, and another thing that made me think about, you know, the difference between now, which, you know, you go into a grocery store, and they have all the fruits and they have all the vegetables. Yeah. Well, growing up, uh, well into, you know, my thirties and forties in Oregon, there were seasons. Okay. And certain things were in the stores at certain times. What the hell is a season? Yeah. I don't, I don't know. Yeah. I don't compute. You yeah. mean like when Arizona, it's hot? Arizona doesn't have seasons. <laughs> you I mean know. when it's hot and then it's not. That's what you mean. But like, I remember peaches. Oh yeah, and there was a there's a very famous Seinfeld episode. <laughs> yeah, there is where That's Kramer right. is waiting for the peaches, and there's there and it truly is. There's just like this week where the peaches are ripe. Yeah, and they're amazing. Oh, they yeah. are just absolutely amazing. That's <laughs> there's the aforementioned uh, glass uh, and ice oh, in the background. It sounds like Adam's getting more perspective. <laughs> Indeed, it does. Yeah. So. Yeah, the, the same thing, you know, with, with the peaches. It just ripened on the tree, you know, so you're not talking about something where you got, a, you know, the paper bag and you've mm-hmm. got a, you know, warm, dry place and blah, blah, blah to, to ripen in a bag. These are, are you know, tree ripened. Well, the seasonal fruit and vegetables for that matter, but fruit in the summer particularly, you know, melons and peaches and things like that that are, I mean, there's nothing better than in-season local fruit. And now it's kind of a novelty. Like you go to a, you have to go to a farmer's market or something like right, that. Yeah. Or know somebody. Here we get citrus. That's, we're lousy with citrus here in, in Arizona. So the seasonal oranges and lemons and, and things like that are, they really are good. But everything else sort of comes from somewhere else. And, you know. Right. And it's, you know, a lot of that stuff is picked way before it's yeah. ripe. And ripened, 
you know, during transit. You do get some good peaches here. I don't know where they're grown, but somewhere close, maybe here. Georgia. <laughs> that I know that part. California, of course, has everything. So we're, well, we're lucky to be close to them. And the thing about the peaches that I remember is that, you know, once you got them, you need to eat them because, you know, tomorrow they're not going to be good. Right. You know, so it's, you know, and, and the window is like two weeks maybe where you can actually get this stuff that's just perfect. And you just look at this peach, you know, that's sitting there and, you know, oh, tomorrow, tomorrow at 2.30. <laughs> tomorrow at 2 30 this is going to be perfect you are all mine <laughs> we've and, got a date oh yeah you know and then you wake up in the morning and it's okay 2 30 i gotta figure out something to do to pass the time to faster. get me to 2 30 <laughs> and then it's 2 41 and you're like oh no i forgot and yeah. you go running in and yeah. oh it's still good it's thank god yeah, scares you to death but yeah then you know biting into that and then you know the juice is everywhere it's everywhere and, yeah one of my fondest memories of my entire childhood was going to visit my grandparents when I was about 10 years old on the East coast. They lived in uh, Delaware and they had a, a beach house in New Jersey. And I remember my grandmother and I in her apartment in Delaware and we had gone to her local farmer's market and this is summertime. This is, you know, and these, and we got plums and the plums were the same exact thing you're talking about. Cause they're, you know, they're closely related to peaches of course, but mm -hmm. you know, we've got these perfect plums and we brought them back you know, to, to the apartment and we sat there over the sink and ate like this little bag of plums that we bought, bought. and we're just, and we had to do it over the sink because Every otherwise, oh, it, I've, I've totally done that. Yeah. Juice and we're looking out. at each other, you know, side by side over the sink and just is, is, does it get any better than this? Is there, is there no <laughs> better feeling than, than having that piece of fruit that you think is great? It looks good from the outside. But then you bite into it, and it's everything you thought it was. Yes, and and yeah. conversely, the worst thing in the world is looking at that plum or, or peach or that whatever. Looks so great, and you're like, oh, this baby's going to be great. And you bite into it, and it's dry, and it's and it's like, oh, okay. apples apples are really bad in that regard. Yeah, yeah. it'll look great, and you yeah. bite into it, and it's just like there's no crunch, there's no crisp. There's... I get tricked by apples all the time. Yeah. But that, yeah, that moment with my grandmother with the plums all over our faces, dri dripping down our, you know, onto our shirts. And we were just laughing because they were so juicy and good. It was like, we couldn't believe how amazing it was. Anyway. Yeah. Definitely being able to go out and just pick fresh fruit as well. Obviously, that comes with the seasons. Blackberries, I used to do that all the time oh, growing man. up. Blackberry bushes in my backyard, go pick them fresh, wash them off real quick, and yep. pop all of them in your mouth. Such, I spent days out just exploring my sole purpose was to find you know the 500 best blackberries yeah. <laughs> in the world we did that this summer when we went on vacation nice i showed the girls what that was all about and they they couldn't they stop. enjoyed it oh we, well, we timed it just right yeah too. you go out as a family because you know you want to make some cobbler you yeah, know or a pie or, or something or, yeah pie something like that and you go out and you pick for i don't know two and a half hours and you get back to the car and there's like nine berries in the bottom <laughs> of one bag yeah all you know, and everybody's just covered with this black juice that's <laughs> staining the clothes and all of that. That's exactly like, right. Worked out well. Yeah. That's how that goes. <laughs> but, you know, again, that's it's unique mm -hmm. to living in areas where the, the fruit is growing, you know, locally. Yeah. Now, there is, you know, there are local uh, places around here, but just never really go to them. Now, uh, one place that, you know, I, I believe that is the only place that has flying fish but barbados 
where we've been as uh, in the past, I remember one of the best food that I had there was the flying fish. And so, what do you call people from Barbados hmm. or something that is of Barbados? Bayesian. Bayesian. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I I gave up a uh, an offer the other day and called it Barbadosian. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's so close. I wasn't bad far yeah, off. Yeah. No, it's Bayesian. Okay. You looked at me like you didn't I enjoy didn't the rem- flying fish. No, the flying fish was horrid. You thought it was bad, huh? Yeah. And I didn't, you know, I mean, Heather, who likes fish, yeah, didn't like it. But we we had Fiona. Yeah. She uh, was the one that cooked cook, it, I believe. Our cook, yeah. And there was also blue marlin I, for the first time. Well, we had, had a, that. Yeah, that we had a I bunch mean, of a lot of different seafood, fantastic but, food, and and a lot of of really good. Uh, but I, I know that that was a something that is kind of known in that area. I mean, we went out, well, out on the boat and and saw some fish flying next to us. It was kind of crazy. Yeah, it's it's one of the most important you know fishes down there. Yeah, that's they always talk about you know the flying fish, the flying fish. But we had Fiona make it for us, and Not I didn't good, think huh? anybody liked it. We. I just remember it. I don't remember yeah. it being bad. Okay. Maybe I, maybe I no, got it. No, it's cool. Well, okay, the same kind of... Now, you know, there's not a lot of flying fish around here. Yeah, almost none. Almost none. Yeah. I don't even think you could get it. <laughs> I'd never heard of it, but... I mean, I've heard of a flying fish, but I didn't know it was... Yeah, it was big there. Yeah. It was big there. And and we did one night. We, we made a point of telling Fiona, because she would go shop for us as well, and... We said that's okay. What's yeah. what's the local delicacy here? What's the local thing that if if that, somebody says that you've been to Barbados, well, rum, you should have tried this. Well, that was my part. <laughs> the rum punch, you know, the the uh, the rum and the rum punch and and uh, the Banks beer, Banks, yeah, uh, all of that I took care of. Uh, you know, I felt that was my responsibility to to consume as much of that as as I could. You know, representing the family, of course, uh, but. You know, Adam was not really old enough. No, no, I wasn't. And uh, yeah, sucked. so he was. Yeah. I, th- I think Marie was old enough, though. Oh, yeah. yeah she was. <laughs> As I recall the stories. She chronicled. was. Yeah. Don't you mean a lot of colada? <laughs> That's it. Yeah, a lot of colada. <laughs> As she was known. Oh, oh no, that was that That's... was just such an awesome trip. And, and we will uh, actually have a podcast in the future. Yeah. Uh, about the Barbados trip. More yeah. on that later. Yeah. Oh, nice. Because sure. we've we've talked about that. Marie actually brought that up. That's a good idea. In, and said that, you know, we're gonna works. We're gonna make a day of it. We're gonna get everybody together and we're gonna we're gonna talk Barbados. I just wanna hang out and run the soundboard for that one. I don't even need a mic. Perfect. <laughs> that's, but it, that's a, how a, it's best with another me. thing as far as food and a location, uh when I was in, in Japan, that was a, a culinary challenge. Yeah. Because a lot of the foods weren't didn't really hit me right. It wasn't just wall to wall California rolls. No, yeah. no. But the one thing I really liked, I loved, and as a matter of fact, for a long time, everybody back here in the states was looking for it for me. Was the corn soup, and the the restaurants over there. There was a restaurant, Denny's, was actually over there, but it's more of a you know it's it's not the the diner dive that it is here. It's more of a mid-level restaurant, mid-level American restaurant. Yeah, and oh. it was it was Denny's. They had corn soup, hmm. and it wasn't really a chowder. You know, it was a little bit thicker than you know, you know, it was a cream-based soup. Yeah, but it was so good. It just every time, you know, if somebody asked me where I wanted to go to eat over there, I'd say, yeah, let's let's go to Denny's, man. I want the corn soup. Yeah, 
And since I've came back, I can't find it anywhere. That's the only time you ever had it. Huh? That's yeah. That's the only place I've ever found it. And I've, you know, people have bought me cans of corn soup and people have had different recipes. I think Heather's tried a half dozen times to make corn soup. No, not the same. No, it's not. Do you was, know any Japanese trick people? ingredient. Not Here? offhand. Yeah, no. I don't either. I was trying to think if I knew anybody from Japan. But I don't necessarily think it's a Japanese thing. <laughs> you know, it's at a <laughs> Denny's, Denny's. For, It was just a coincidence. Yeah. It's it just something that they, you know, have on their menu. It's not, you know, I was taken care of over there. Sure. You know, as a business trip and I was there for almost a month. And so they were taking me to every kind of restaurant and that wasn't the restaurant that's the Japanese restaurant. You know, I, I was taken to, uh, basically a Benihana's type. Sure. But it made Benihana's look, you know, like a McDonald's. Mm. This food was amazing. Benihana's is kind of a McDonald's. Yeah. (laughs) As far as, but this was that kind of thing. You know, you sit around the, Uh the, the grill, uh, and that was, just incredible food. That was a lot of fun. And I was taken to a lot of really good, really nice restaurants. What do they call that? Do you know? What's that style? The around the teppanyaki? Is that yeah. right? Is that it? Te- teppanyaki. Te- yeah. I think that's it. Okay. Nice. Good job, yeah, Joe. Yeah, that was good, Joe. Yeah. Pulled that one out. Everybody's laughing. High five. Nothing yeah, to do with it. Like... <laughs> Just look for opportunities to give myself props. That's all. It's a type yeah, of nice. fabric or something yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. It's... <laughs> Some kind of shoe leather. It's like that Friends episode where he thinks Ross thinks he's saying something like profound in Japanese, and he's saying like salmon skin roll or something. He's like, oh, he thinks he's talking about his his uh, superior, you know, mind over matter. He's like unagi. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah, that's a that's a sushi item. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, but that yeah, that's one for me that that you know, unless I get back to Japan, less than likely, I'll never have again, and. You know, they're just certain situations like that, you know, whether it's access to food or the way we look at it, a special occasion food. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Well, so the, so the holidays are, you know, we talk about that on the holiday episode and a little bit here, the, kind of the forgotten holiday foods, you know, the things that, you know, I guess the biggest one would be St. Patrick's Day and corned beef and cabbage. That's so weird. I was about to say that just right. as a joke. All right. Cut that part out. Adam, what do you think? I think that that's a great idea. <laughs> What's okay. a great idea? <laughs> yeah, corned beef and cabbage is is one that we used to actually do on St. Patrick's Day. Yeah, traditionally, just really because it was a thing. Yeah, that I'd never had it, and I've heard that it's not good. Uh, I love it. Corned beef and cabbage is great. See, I don't. I've tried it, and I wasn't really a big fan. And I just remember I have this vivid memory of years and years and years ago. Uh, going to some friends, friends of friends, actually. And it was a, you know, St. Patty's Day party. And so we go walking in and, you know, everybody's drinking green beer and it's going to be fun. And there's this funk smell in the house. And I'm like, okay, I, I can't keep smelling this. This is just horrid. Something died in their kitchen. Yeah. You know, under the cabinet. Is, you, you go know, up to the owner and ask what's wrong or is everything okay? It's, yeah. What's you know, going on here? I just, yeah, it was... It was horrible. Well, you're it, it, you notoriously do not like funky smelling things like that. The menudo and uh, well, but who likes the smell of menudo? Lots of people. Really? Yeah. They it's, don't just put up with it because no. they like the end result. No. It's I a, can't believe that anybody likes the smell of boiled cabbage. Yeah, I, it's yeah. It, uh, of course, people do. It's acquired thing. It's it's a matter of you know 
yeah, taste. It's, it's not just something you have to endure. I'm guessing there's a tendency for most people to like or not like certain things. It's not just equal across the board. Some do, some don't. But yeah, of course people like that I smell. I think it, it has to also do with if you grew up smelling it. Right. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. And I'm I'm being harsh on the Irish at this point oh, because I mean, I'm it's... I'm sure there are people that like the smell of corned beef and cabbage. It's okay. They I can just handle it. I'm pretty sure that if I'm barbecuing a steak out here, and somebody across the way is got a big bowl of corned beef and cabbage and boiling cabbage going like crazy, I I think most people are going to say they like the smell of my steak. I would agree. Barbecuing, the... but some people will like that. That's yeah. what, that's all I'm saying. Okay. Right. Well, good for them. And they all live on an island. <laughs> good for them. <laughs> and it's called Ireland. Yeah. No, it's, yeah, it's a good thing. And corned beef and cabbage, when done right, and of course, I'm lucky enough to have married a woman who is a natural in the kitchen. She she just gets it right almost every time, even if it's the first time that she tries something. So, yeah, we used to kind of do it, and we'd get together with Lonnie and his family and do corned beef and cabbage. It's It's good. Yummy. But only once a year. And now I don't do it at all anymore because I can't eat such things. But Well, thank God for that. <laughs> yeah. For small things. So you don't have to <laughs> come up with these lines about why it really does smell okay. <laughs> Convince yourself. Yeah. And then uh, what was the other thing I had? Uh, that was it. Green bean casserole I put down here that's sort of the forgotten holiday food that I love and only eat once. My girlfriend year. loves that. Yeah. See, that's my first foray into green bean casserole was years ago and i don't know how we got this but i i think the the company i worked for gave out a certificate instead of giving out turkeys like a lot of companies do they gave out a certificate for a turkey dinner that you go into the store and they had all these sides provided you know pre-made and and the turkey and all this kind of stuff and one of the sides was green bean surprise <laughs> And uh, yeah, we took it home and we heated it up, and no one. Whenever could eat there's it. It was, a surprise in yeah. the name, it's it just was, like you're not in a good like, spot, you know. But it was a green bean casserole, you know, yeah, with they, a cream base, and it, it was just it was unedible. You're, you're right, Adam. Just substitute disappointment yeah. for surprise. <laughs> yeah, anything that's you know green bean surprise, green bean dis, green bean disappointment. So that was always a joke for us uh, for years. And then as uh, we came down here and as, you know, the, the family expanded to, you know, Marie got married and that's one of Chad's favorite things is green bean casserole. That's because it's delicious and Chad's a uh, smart person. Stand okay. up gentleman. Okay. <laughs> He's a fine fellow indeed, clearly. Okay. And, and again, that's one of those things where, all right, I've tried certain items that I don't like. Is it that I don't like that item totally or just that version that version is there a really good Every, green you know green bean surprise out there <laughs> well not green bean surprise but i would imagine there's a good green bean casserole for you i think that there's i think being able to put things together in a certain way obviously like a casserole green bean casserole maybe all those are very similar but when it comes to obviously you can have different recipes or different same items in different dishes and you know find out what you like in that uh, with that ingredient when it comes to tomatoes i hate tomatoes i will not eat anything with tomatoes i don't like them on salads sandwiches nothing but i love everything made with tomatoes marinara mm -hmm. sauce ketchup all that stuff i think that that's 
you know, it might not be green bean casserole, but something else with those ingredients. In it. I don't know of any condiments that are made out of green bean casserole. Green bean. No. No, we and can, I'm not we a can green, make one. I'm not a green bean fan anyway. You're not? No. I am. So fresh, fresh green beans. Yeah. You know, a little bacon in them and, and that kind of stuff. Okay. That, I've had some of that that I thought was pretty good. Wait a second. Bacon? Did you say bacon? Oh, yeah. Oh, you're not talking about raw green beans. You're talking about like a... Well, yeah, fresh, fresh cut green beans. Uh-huh. I don't like the canned stuff. No, nobody likes that. Yeah. Fresh, well, somebody, somebody that, <laughs> well, I, all right. that that lives here does. Um, Shame on you, Heather. The fresh, the fresh green beans, but then cooked with you know bacon and okay, little no, onion I'm with and you. Sure, stuff yeah. like that. Yeah, the yeah. crispy onions and all that. Well, you're halfway to a green bean casserole for crying out loud. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we don't want to go the other half. I'm going to take it back to the holidays. I still wake up in the middle of the night seeing that green bean surprise. (laughs) Yeah, well, I've said it a million times. If the first time I ever tried sushi was at the Sushi Eye downtown Chandler on the little rotational thing that I would have never eaten it again. But it's one of my favorite things. So, yeah, it definitely matters. Do you guys drink eggnog? Absolutely. Not an eggnog fan. No, but I've, I've, that's something that obviously it's something that just comes up in the holidays. I don't see it ever any other time, but I, I don't know. I don't, I don't like it. I don't usually drink it, but I've loved eggnog since I was a kid. I don't know. I've never really had much of it. I don't oh. dislike it. It's yeah. just not my go-to. Yeah, oh, man. It was always a thing. We, as soon as they started selling it, we would go get it and have a, have a jug in our fridge you know, for as long as they sold it because it's a seasonal thing, you know, they don't sell it all year. Yeah. Or maybe they do now, but uh, probably not. I don't think so. I don't think so. That's, that's another one that, that you can't really get. Yeah. yeah. I wonder if people like, I'm sure you can now online, but I wonder if people seek it out. Like people want to drink eggnog all the time. Some online stores that sell eggnog. <laughs> <laughs> like t- and if there's not three sixty five, I think we just started up a new business. Yeah. Yeah. Get this going. I'm sure Amazon sells eggnog. Eggnog by the Juby Tank. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Juby Nog. Oh, yeah. That is amazing. We have to make that. What else? Well, there's the things that you take when you go camping. Yeah. You know, so what kinds of things do you like to eat when you're camping? Baked beans. Yeah. I mean, there's that stuff. When we camped all the time and back in the days of seal meal, I don't know if they still have those anymore. I never heard of that. Okay, seal meal was basically a plastic bag. Adam just has a blank look on his face. <laughs> you used to eat. Food. He's, al- he's already disgusted. As- well, okay, basically what you have is the like you buy frozen vegetables in the pouch uh-huh. that you microwave. Yeah. Okay. Okay. There used to be a home thing that you had that that basically was a, a you know like a gallon uh, Ziploc bag. Okay. Okay, so you'd put in it whatever you know beef stroganoff or, or soups or different things. And then there was a little machine that you, you set it in there that sealed the top of the bag. Oh, a vacuum sealer? Yeah, basically, but it okay. didn't pump out the air. You know? okay. So it wasn't a vacuum sealer as much yeah, as, just it would just sealer. seal the bag. Okay. What did they do, just heat it? Yeah. And then that, you yeah. just, you take it in, you take a pot, boil water, and you just throw the whole bag in there. Wow. Get it up to temperature. Yeah. And then you pull it out and Cut the bag open, and you know there you go. Be stroking off when you're camping, hmm. or it's perfect, whatever. You know, so we used to do that a lot. I don't remember that, 
But that, well, you were such a picky eater, you wouldn't eat it. So <laughs> now I recall camping. <laughs> camping was uh, I did mac and cheese. I brought camping once the craft box, just minus the butter and milk. It was just stream water mixed in with the cheese. <laughs> oh man! Oh geez! Mm. I was a real big fan of mac and cheese, and so you know sacrifices had to be made in order to do what <laughs> needed to be done. <laughs> well, the great thing about the the seal meal concept was is you're just boiling water in the pot. You take the bag, and it could be mac and cheese mm-hmm. that you've already made. You throw it in, you heat it up, then you eat it. You just throw the bag away. There's no dishes. Right. That's you know? the best part. Paper plates, you throw the paper plates away. You're not trying to wash pots and pans out camping, which is no fun. No. no Even the little collapsible ones are, yeah, no fun. No, it's terrible. But things that, uh, like at the beach, you know, I remember uh, saltwater taffy. Sure. That's which a, was yeah that's huge on the you know and, and it was depot bay was the best place that you know a little shop there they had the taffy pole thing in the window yeah i had the same experience on the east coast they do the same thing yeah that's cool on the boardwalk there in, in ocean city new jersey saltwater oh, taffy. yeah absolutely you know it, oh, yeah. anywhere apparently around salt lake city <laughs> imagine that it's it's big so any body of salt water yeah apparently they make some taffy yeah. Wait a second. I'm starting to draw a correlation here. Yeah. Well, we'll we'll connect the dots for you when we're done. <laughs> draw you a map. So yeah, somebody have a diagram or something I can. <laughs> All right. What else did I have? Baked beans. We mentioned potato salad. That's one that feels like it's a more regular thing, but honestly, I only eat about three times a year. Yeah, you can get that out of my face. It's potato salad is just. Not. I think we need to yeah. change this podcast into things that Adam won't eat. I'd, we yeah. don't have that much time. <laughs> yeah, there's the list is smaller if you go the other way. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. My goodness, no potato salad. Yeah, I'm. I mm, no, I don't like cold salads. Okay, macaroni salad. It's uh, is it a cold salad? Yeah. yeah. Oh, you don't even know. But what see it is. now, I've never no, been. I a know big, it is. I I've never been a big macaroni facetious. salad until I started eating in uh, at Hawaiian restaurants. And yeah. they have the little, sometimes there's potatoes in it. Yeah. Sometimes it's, you know, just macaroni. Yeah. Now you'd like that, right? I've, no, I've, I've worked at Hawaii, Hawaiian Time in Eugene. Right, right. Yeah. They have uh, just basically have macaroni with some mayonnaise and some pepper and salt and yeah. you know, a little seasoning. It's, yeah, it's terrible. I hate, <laughs> I hate, I hate uh, mayonnaise. I was just going to say, oh. I think we're finding the theme here, which is mayonnaise. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, steer clear of the devil. You can't eggs. hate mayonnaise. You can dislike it, yeah. But mayonnaise is something you can't. It's, it's I like will, saying I, just, I will say that it's you know ne- you hate sunshine. It's never done anything bad to me, so I wouldn't say that I hate it. It is a strong word, and maybe I should use it a little less in my life because we're not haters. It kind of sounds like I am a little bit. Yeah, honest, a little bit feeling it. Yeah. yeah, you came hard at at mayonnaise right uh, there. I apologize uh, immediately. Apologize right. for that, right. but I also want to. Um, reiterate that mayonnaise is gross. <laughs> That's a hell of an apology. Yeah. <laughs> I think mayonnaise, I can speak for mayonnaise when I say apology not accepted. No. <laughs> well, that's okay. I'm out of things on my list. Uh, fish and, oh, Indian food. Yeah. Wait, I love, I love is... Indian food, but I never eat it. And uh, there's no reason. That's right there with fish and chips. Okay. It's like, all right. So you mean Indian food like corn and... No, I mean from India. 
Okay. Like halal. Like and, curry. Uh, yeah, curry. And uh, yeah. So yeah, Indian food, Thai food. Love those, all of that. Yeah. I, to me, it's a little too much one note. That's, I like spicy with uh, well, like Mexican food, but then you have a tortilla, you know, or you have something that kind of cools things off. There's, there's more of a balance. The times I've had Thai food, it's all just, put together it's, in it's one hot. bowl, yeah, it's, and it's, it's hot, just... and it's just hot after hot after hot. Yeah, it can be. And I've struggled with that. I love it. And then I've uh, had some good curries in my life. Curry is delicious. I'm surprised. To oh, hear I love you say curry. That. Yeah, actually, the the best curry I had was uh, in Europe. It was in England. Wow, yeah, really? Yeah, and we went to a very high end uh, restaurant, um, and uh, Indian restaurant, and it was they had probably six different kinds of curries laid out, and I tried a couple of them, and they were really good. Well, there's a serious connection between India and uh, Great Britain. Okay, yeah, they, of course. They, yeah, they owned India for a long time. Yeah. <laughs> they did. They did indeed. Well, then you you wouldn't like chi- Heather's uh, chicken curry salad, which is just fantastic. Mayonnaise and curry. Yeah. And <laughs> chicken. Sounds, and Sounds great. Oh, I get, try to get her to make that again. Let me know. I'll trade you straight across for a loaf of sourdough. Okay, we're on. <laughs> we're going to get this done. Okay, another thing that is like once a year, fair food. Yeah. Oh, good call. So going to the fair and, you know, the... Whether it's an elephant ear or um, fried dessert, yeah. Well, hold on a second. What's an elephant ear? An elephant Whoa. ear, uh, funnel cake. Yeah. Uh, Indian. You, you've fry- heard of a funnel funnel cake? Yeah, in, of course. In, okay, so same thing. Indian okay. fry bread. All right. So it's just basically dough fried, and then you know it's huge. Cinnamon. Though. It's like a giant uh, elephant that? ear. Like have you? <laughs> yeah. Have you, I mean, have you? Does it sort of look like, like a, the, the ear size of a pizza yeah, tray? A lot. A lot, it's yeah. Like, like a normal and then ear, cinnamon but... and sugar on it, and it just grease, and you know you need a shower when you're done. But oh, it's fun. I would say with the elephant ear, as opposed to the funnel cake, um, is a little bit more doughy. So, what's that thing you get at a Mexican restaurant after the meal? That's the little. It's the it's the bill. <laughs> Thank you. That's exactly it. No, the uh, the little the little uh, dang, I'm blanking out. They're just little triangles of dough and cinnamon and sugar, and then you get honey in you. Man, oh, they're so darn good, man! What are those called? Empanadas? No, 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 <laughs> no, no. No, those are triangle dough that are filled. Yes. No, these are fluffy. They're just a fluffy doughy cinnamon it's like sugar. It's basically, and they're like hot, a, like a Mexican donut. Well, it's not a sense. churro. No. Well, that's not. <laughs> that's no. a straight Mexican it's... donut. But uh, no, they're anyway. All right, good. That's a good pod right there. Yeah. Thanks, Joe. <laughs> but then there's all the things, and you know, and then some of the fairs, some of the the booths go crazy, and they they fry Twinkies and they fry anything and everything. But there are, you know, just certain things that you can get at the fair, and again, that's once a year. Yeah, cotton candy, of course, is the you know the sort of the stereotypical fair thing, or funnel cake, or sponge sugar. Never really a big fan. No, me neither. Even as a kid, when all no. I wanted was sugar. Yeah, that was a little too much. Is it a sopapilla? Yes, sopapilla. That's exactly what it is. So that's what I'm imagining. Wow, we brought that back around. Yeah, good thank job. goodness. I thank goodness. One didn't want us to, you know. No, no, no. Good call. Yeah, yep. good Some, job. Somebody needs to produce the show. Yeah, Jesus. good job by you because uh, <laughs> I was trying to do a little bit of work here. See if we can bring up a bunch more things that we don't have any idea what they're called. <laughs> well, there's a great Mexican restaurant right over here. It's uh, 
more of a New Mexican style. It's uh, right on Alma School in Galveston, and they have those. Okay. And I'm trying to remember. Si Senors. I don't know if you've ever been over there, but mm. super good Mexican restaurant. Just a little family place, kind of unassuming. Excellent. Got some good sopa pias. Yes, they do. And you don't have to pay. They just give them to you. That's part of the thing. Whoa. Yep. Nice. Chips before, sopa pia afterward. That's ridiculous. That's a party. That's a party <laughs> right there. You can just bag up your meal yeah. <laughs> and take it with you and eat that stuff. Okay. So uh, do we have anything else? Are we kind of winding down? Yeah, I don't know. I'm trying to think of uh, what else. Yeah, I'm sure there are things that people are yelling at the podcast right now that we forgot. Guys, how can you not say dot dot dot? Okay, so we're Swell. gonna we're gonna wind this one down. Um, I think we've we've touched on everything we can think of. Yeah, at the moment. Yeah. So it's it's been fun. Been a pleasure. Oh yeah, sure. Oh, I'm sorry. No, yeah. I know you're you're into your soundboard. I was thinking if there was anything, but there's nothing appropriate. I don't, you know. Okay. I was lighting some doobage. There, just because Zach's not here, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like he and should be And it's food. And, and yeah, absolutely. And you, there should, should definitely be, be some doobage. <laughs> there should so be. So are we going to go with Johnny Soundboard? Uh, Johnny Soundboard? I mean, Joey Soundboard. <laughs> Joey Soundboard. <laughs> it does roll nicely if you call him Johnny Soundboard, though. A little bit. I like that. Joey's not bad. All right, Joey, Joey. Soundboard. Joey Soundboard. I like it. What would you say you do here? <laughs> That's a good question. Yeah, well, right, that's my not we're much. Tr- we're trying to figure that out. Well, guys, if you want to figure it out, there's going to be more perspectives later. We're living in a world of capital of a progression. Where you can shop for spreading love, but on a wealth obsession. Money can't help you see the light. In the end, you can't buy yourself a Above it, this is the time I'm at. So this be tasted, so let's do everything we can before I